Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Love Talk Radio. Yeah. Birthday. It's your birthday. If I die, carry me inside uh, the Louis uh, They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this stuff in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. No. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. When I die. Let me 
be the shoulder that you cry on, okay? All I want to do, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed. And maybe, just maybe if you let me, the big sister you jerk off to. So call in, pick up your smartphone, you can use Skype, however, whatever it takes for you to fucking get into this, tel- uh, for, for you to get through to this bizarro podcast. I want you to do it, okay? You pick up your smartphone, you dial 646 378 If you aren't from an affluent community, if you're super poor and broke or whatever, that's fine too even. No judgment. Just pick up that your phone and call us toll-free as a toll-free telephone number that I provide for you out of the kindness of my own pocket because that is how much I care. And that telephone number is area code 877 569 3588. Oh my goodness, you guys. But more importantly, tonight I have a very special guest. His name is Brent Weinbach. Okay, you got that? Did you hear me? Brent Weinbach. All right? He's a stand up comedian. We went to the same elementary school. But more importantly, he has a super cool new album called Mostly Live that is available on iTunes now. Uh, and let me fucking bring him on the show. Um, don't mind if I do. Let me patch him through. Yes, hello. Uh, Bryce Weinbach, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Oh my! See, this is why I this is why I played rap at the beginning of the show because I thought I start high, hot and heavy with rap. I <laughs> do my whole annoying, fucking crazy intro, and then we bring it crashing down the minute you start talking. <laughs> should I should I have more? I should bring more energy to this right now. I just want to, I mean, you you just do whatever you do, and I, I just wanted to let you know that I was prepared for it, and I knew what was going to happen. Right, right, right. I know this is more, I guess this is, yeah, I guess this is a different energy than, than the song that was played, I guess. What what song would have would have matched, I wonder? Maybe something from Kenny G or something like that, or maybe, maybe a little Kenny James? I, I know that, well, you know, I, you know what I should have done? I'm a fucking idiot because we didn't plan properly, and it's all my fault. Um, I should have played one of your songs. Oh, of one of my songs. Yeah, from your album called Mostly Live. It's now available on iTunes, which is the whole oh, reason you're song. even on my podcast. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, the picture songs. song. Okay, yeah, sure, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah that's, that's kind of jazzy. That kind of fits fits the voice, I guess, Yeah, mm-hmm. the energy. I hope I'm not taking your energy down too low, though. Boring. All right. Boring. All right, first of all, okay, let me just... I'm trying to think of how I can be more energetic. Hello, Listen, Alexi. Am I being more energetic? <laughs> in case, instead of being, I guess my way of being energetic is is being, uh, I guess, sounding more strict. I I don't know. Listen, can we just get back on track? Can we just can we focus yes, please, on track? Yes, get on track. Get on track. Let me let me. I, I'm excited you're doing this. Um, I want to let the girls know because I feel like there are a lot of 12 year old girls who want to masturbate to somebody somehow, I and mean, you could be that guy or whatever my demo is. I'm, I'm going to use the word demographic because that's a horrible word. I know it. I just want everybody else to know that I know it. Um, is that your is that your uh, demographic? 12 year old girls? I don't know if it's 12 year old. Don't get so excited. I don't know if it's 12 year old girls. Yeah, didn't you see? Just, this is how you can raise my energy. Just talk about 12 year old girls a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say 12-year-old girl? Um, I don't know. I get callers from, like, you know, I mean, maybe probably nobody's going to call now because it's fucking sucks the life out of what, all the possibility of tonight. But, uh, no, maybe, like, I guess between, like, 13 and, like, 50-year-old men. I mean, not – but I just – listen, here's what I was going to say. Here's what I want to know. 
What are you wearing? Let's set let's, let's paint a picture. We'll set the mood of the show. What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Who am I wearing? I'm wearing uh, Reebok uh, on my feet, and they're white sneakers that I bought at Sears. I love wearing... the Sears commercial right now. This is perfect. Are you really? I, I just am, watched a Skittles commercial of you. Oh, yeah. Here, that is all over the place. That. I'm all. What? I'm doing great. Um, I've got, okay, I've got, I've got, I'm wearing uh, Fruit of the Loom white briefs. Oh, God. I love um, you guys. White, a white Fruit of the Loom uh, undershirt. I feel and, like this whole, outfit, this whole outfit was purchased at Sears, and I love it. No, not, no, those, the underwear was purchased at Target, I think. And also um, a Pro Spirit blue hooded sweatshirt. Okay, but you know it's really cool. I, I, the other day I mean, there's I more thinking, too, but those are the most interesting items, though. Oh, um, what's the rest? I want to know. Uh, jeans, blue jeans, and a black t-shirt over <laughs> over the undershirt. Wait, is it a long sleeved under undershirt? No, it's it's a uh, short sleeve. Okay, because I don't like that weird mid '90s um, like K Rock look of like a long. Uh, you mean like a, you mean a, a thermal shirt? You mean, you mean like yeah. a long underwear? Yeah, I've done that. I did that. I did that. I I did that in the early 2000s, I think. I did no, that in the late very, 90s. Yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. Either way, I'm over it. Do people still do it? Because I want to tell them not to. Is that okay? I didn't do it for, stylistically. I did it because I it was warmer that way, actually. Well, essentially, essentially nobody does it stylistically because it's never going to be stylish. I could see some style to it. Don't fight with me so soon. We've only just begun here. Okay, now the phone lines are, are lighting up. Tell me, a little, like, tell everybody a little more about you. You're a comedian. How tall are you? What's your astrological sign? Uh, are you happy? What's going on with Brent Weinbach? And do people ever call you Brett Weisenbaker by accident? Who's that? Is that somebody? No, but for some reason I always accidentally – I think it is somebody. It is actually somebody. But the funny thing is I always – and maybe not so funny at all – I sometimes accidentally want to call you Brett Weisenbaker, and I've actually written a note, a, a, a tangible, like a thing, as a piece of paper in front of me that I'm looking at and now touching that says Brent Weinbach, just so I don't accidentally fall into, like, the misguided trap of calling you Brett Weisenbaker for no reason. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Well, look, um, I am a stand-up comedian. I am uh, – my sign is Virgo. Not, not that it matters, but um, – It matters. What else did you ask? Um, are you happy in your life? I'm I'm content with my I'm content with my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for true, full fulfillment, happiness, I think there's some um, pieces to the puzzle that are missing. But um, you know, I'm I'm fairly content with things. Good. Cause uh, I don't want to be too content. I don't want to, content scares me because I, I don't want to date a guy. Not that we're dating, but I mean, I don't even know what you're into. But whatever. We'll get that to that in a second. Um, I don't want to date you a guy. Who's too, no, I didn't you say you're a Jew. <laughs> but I no, not that we're dating. I mean, you're a Jew, so I mean, we couldn't. Are you not attracted to Jewish men? I didn't it sounded like that. you said that. But now that now that we now that we, I've accidentally heard that, is that something that you're interested in, Jewish men? I love Jewish men. I hope to marry a Jewish man. I'm half Jewish, but am I, the wrong. I'm half, half Jewish my too. Mom. Yeah, we're both I'm the wrong Jewish half too. Also. Yeah, we're both. Um, and for those of you guys who uh, don't know what we're talking about, when you're Jewish on the wrong half, it's because according to Israeli standards, you're not technically Jewish. If you're Jewish, if if your uh, dad's Jewish and your mom isn't, so my dad is Jewish, 
and Brent's dad is Jewish, but our moms aren't, so we're not technically Jewish, but I identify with Jewish culture like more so than any other religion. I yeah, I mean I identify culturally with uh, with the Jewish culture, but I I identify with other things a lot more than I than, you know, sort of you know, the, that stuff, you know. Like That's I identify true. more with Los Angeles, you know what I mean, growing up in Los Angeles and oh, being, you know, around Koreans and stuff, you know. That is such a better point. I was going to make a joke and say that I identify more with Scientologists, but then I do have Scientologist friends, but lately I have been, I don't want to say accused because it makes it seem like, well, yeah, I've been accused. I've been accused of being a Scientologist lately, which is like so not true. But um, Who accused you? Just a lot Who of accused you and also what are you wearing? <laughs> what am wearing? I wearing? We're not, we're not done with you. Okay, I am wearing a tight uh, uh, blue and off-white horizontal striped shirt. Uh, it shows off my boobs because I've got really nice boobs or whatever. Uh, okay. Then I'm also wearing a black pleated skirt that's on the short side. Um, and I'm barefoot. I hope that's okay. It makes me seem more sexy and able to, like, push into bed more easily. But because I just got my – oh, and I just got my nails done. So my, my hands and my feet, my nails match. And it's a dark crimson color, and it's super sexy, and it looks really nice against my uh, – my my milky, creamy, pink undertone, ivory skin. Is that okay with oh, you? Sounds, sounds great. Sounds great. And what now, what are I'm, you? And where are you? Where are you positioned in your house? Are you sitting in, in a chair? Or are you? What are you doing? How dare you? But I'll, I'm ready to tell you everything. Okay, uh, I am sitting in a chair at my desk uh, at Boy Crazy Radio Studios, aka my apartment. So I'm in front of my computer, and. Um, all right, we're gonna. I hope we don't lose all of our callers because we do have to get to the callers, and we're gonna get to you guys shortly. Um, oh yeah, I didn't talk about my underwear, but whatever. I guess you don't care. Oh yeah, what about your underwear? Is it black? Is it white? <laughs> the Fruit of the Loom? No, it's burgundy and it's lace, and it's, I'm wearing like old school hip hugger. Like, I, I, I could have been a, a groupie and almost famous, and and like like I could I could uh, I could jump in with some like cute hipster '60s. Uh, underwear on or something. Into I a pool love lace underwear. That's my favorite. That's my favorite underwear is lace. Uh, uh, are you gay or straight? It's my favorite underwear on women oh, is okay. lace underwear. Well, that's, that's not really an answer. But yeah, well, that's cool. Mine, mine too. All right. Should we get to a phone call? Because I also I have other things to ask you too. Oh, here's another crazy thing about Brent Weinbach. He doesn't have a cell phone, you guys, and it drives me fucking crazy. Because it Why makes does it drive you crazy? It drives me crazy because I feel like it's a block. Not only is it like just annoying. Okay, hold on. Not only is it annoying because it makes life more difficult because nowadays, sorry, everybody has a cell phone, and and if everybody is allowed to move at a certain, if, if everyone now is able to move at a certain pace at a certain rate because we are all we've all just decided to use this technology that is available to us, and you aren't joining us then we're moving at a different pace than you, and it's all right. It slows me down. It slows everybody else down. If I'm gonna, Just like your friend is going to pick you up at the airport, there's a miscommunication, you couldn't, be, couldn't get into contact with it, each it, other. It, parallel, it like parallels the uh, dynamic of this podcast recording. What do you mean? Well, the, you know, with my energy level and your energy level. And the, oh, the, you're so right. That is the best point you've ever made tonight on this podcast in the first mm-hmm. 15 minutes of the show. Um, so, yeah, so it just, like, blows my mind. So part of tonight all about you out there. Uh, if you're listening to Boy Crazy Radio, I really need you more than ever to call in to convince my guest, Brent Weinbach, to get us 
if you don't want him to get a cell phone, fine, but tell me why. You know, uh, if you if you think he should get a cell phone because all he has is email and a landline, then then call in and let us know why. Convince, use your power of persuasion and convince one of my new friends, Brent Weinberg, well, new and old friend, I suppose, because we went to elementary school together. Convince him to get a fucking cell phone. The telephone number is six four six three seven eight zero six four nine, or toll free eight seven seven five six nine three five. But we are going to get to our first call now. Ready, Brent? Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm totally geared up. Uh, hello, um, Erica310. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And say hello to Brent. I want all of that info. Hello? Hello, you're on. What's your name? How old oh, are you? God. Where are you calling from? Hello? This is yes. it going through. It's going the right way. You're doing it. Oh, you're here. I can't believe it went through. This is the second time I've done this. I didn't hit one at all yet. <laughs> Um, hello? Okay. Yes, what's can tell us all okay, hold, well, hold on. Please give me your name, okay. your age, where you're calling from, and then get into um, your problem. Well, I'm calling from LA, like West LA. Um, I think I'm gonna disguise my name. So today is my name's Hannah. Okay. Um nice I have friends who also listen. Um, so I think Brett should get a cell phone. Uh, you don't necessarily have to use it all the time. Like, my mom never uses her phone, but it's nice to have for, like, emergencies and stuff. And it's easier for people to get a hold of you, like, when you're meeting them, you know? Right. But that also makes people a little more flaky about making plans, kind of, because then they think no. they can... No, but, like, it makes them easier to get a hold of you. So, like, if you are meeting with them, they don't feel, like, hesitant about meeting with you because they won't have that fear, like, when they're waiting, like, oh, is he running late? Is he standing me up? Or, like, that kind of stuff. So... They know they can get a hold of you and stuff. Hmm, but doesn't it take the magic out of, oh, is he running late or is he standing me up? You know, because there's like, no, a little no, bit of magic it, to it, that, like, right? It's exciting. No, because like, when people are running late, they call their friends. And they're like, oh, no, like they're running late and they're not answering their calls and they can't get a hold of them, and then they freak out. Mm. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I actually won't deny that there's uh, convenience to owning a cell phone and, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of advantages to it. But um, I do think it's kind of um, – destroying or it's creating a new culture of a new culture that is taking away from excite the excitement of uh, other things that we used to have 20 years ago you know what i mean and and yeah. um also i don't want to contribute there's a lot of people who really o- over abuse their cell phones and i don't want to contribute to that that you know by having one too i'm, I'm kind of i kind of don't own one now in protest of the people who abuse them. And also, I like to get to know people over the phone, too, and communicate also, over the phone. Also, you could just have phone, texting. You could just have, like, an old-school, like, old phone with, like, you know, video messaging, just, like, calling, straight-up calling. Yeah, no, it's it true. I could, I could, yeah, I could. But I'm still yeah. not convinced, though, yet. Oh. You're, okay. Listen, I, 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 Hannah, that's a great alias, by the way. I really appreciate it. It's great. Um, I, and how old are you? Oh, yeah, totally. how old are you, too, actually? Oh, I'm 19, so <laughs> I guess... The phones 20 years ago was like one year before I was born. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm, actually, I'm probably talking on a phone right now that is actually older than you, actually. Okay. Wow. Listen, this is what – stop flirting, you guys, for two seconds. Let me just jump in here. Um, I, Hannah, I totally agree with you. And, Brent, here's the thing. If you care so much about people getting out of control with their phone, like one of your best friends is always – two of your really close friends are always texting and tweeting and on their phone and really rude, then how about you be – you lead by example and – and uh, and not abuse new technology. It's actually a practice that everybody, I mean, I'm aware of it when I'm with somebody. I leave my cell phone either in my car or in my purse, and, like, mm-hmm. and, if I, and if I find myself using it, I apologize, or, like, or I let the other person know, hey, 
turn your phone over. Like I don't, I'm getting distracted when you put, you know, or put it away. It's a constant work in progress. We all have to remember, like, to not to abuse our technology because that's, you know, it's really helpful. But we can also get addicted to it and, and you know, overindulge and, and abuse it and stuff. So lead by example. People's... You don't have to. You don't have to turn into everyone else just because you get one. It doesn't mean you. Well, what, what if I led by example by not owning one at all, there's, and then people could start to not own one also, and then we can all no, kind of. No. There's also nope. a game. Um, when you go out to dinner with friends, and you know how everyone's always on the phone, you have everyone put their phones in the middle of the table, and it's face up, and whoever like answers their phone, they have to pay like the entire bill. For instance. Oh yeah, I've heard of that game. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So it's like you know they they don't answer the phone and I've also heard of like if you're all sitting there and everyone's on your phone it's kind of funny like if you actually text everyone a group text like so what should we do next because like everyone will be like they don't expect it you know they see it yeah. ring and they check it and they're like oh you know yeah I'm, I'm know. with Nana 100% just, yeah. well I sure I mean hey you either. guys do what you want you guys do what you want I have a the last one I read in Cosmo but the first one I read it so- someone told me about it I thought it was funny also, but Brent what did you say no, no, nothing. Yeah, you guys do what you want with with the phones. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, you know, but um, but I, I just have to stick my guns and never own one. I'm just saying, like, yes, maybe you'll lead by example. Yeah, I heard you say you'll lead by example, and then maybe uh, other people will follow your example. Nobody's gonna like throw away their cell phone because they they got inspired by you. I, I think swear. I just, it might, it might, it might happen. There might be a revolution, maybe. I think it's not. It's maybe it's far from now, probably. But remember, kill your television. Remember how everyone was sort of anti-television for a little bit. Um, well, that could happen again with phones, you know, because people are so attached to their phones now, and and they're it's it's just like it's well, part of everything they do in life now. So it's like I don't I think, think it's as much be. phones as internet, you know, and the social networking. I feel like that's like the big yeah. thing because every it's not the phone itself everyone's checking because right. like it's no that, one's text messages them. anymore. It's just like the like the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, right. it's that's Tumblr, true, true. everything. Like it's like even there's websites where you can like get money and stuff, and not just money, but like you can get like free gifts and like sponsors and stuff. It's like clout, or I think it's clout. Yeah, clout for like just social networking, like your influence, and it just it really supports yeah. it. It like reinforces like a a behavior that can either be turned positive or negative. Like for um, Lexi here, Alexis, Alex, I'm sorry. Oh, um, Alexi. <laughs> Alexi. Okay, it's it's like positive for her in a way because it's led to other things like the whole blogging and the Internet thing. But for some people it can lead to negative things, negative behaviors. Like for my younger sister, for instance, it's just gone downhill for her. It's, it's very negative for her. It's negative she effect. just like has more of a presence online than she does in real no, life. No, it's probably. not that. It's just oh. her behavior. She's antisocial it, or something. Yeah. She, well, no, it's not antisocial. It's just bad behavior. <laughs> you know. Okay. I I love all of this and I'm so with you. But I just want to I want to find out what your problem is because I want to I want Brent to try to just to help solve Hannah's issue tonight. What's going on with you? Oh, okay. Um, I actually Instagrammed you earlier. I said I'd call again. Um, oh, great. But, okay, um, I know, I know but, your real name, and so yes, yes you so do. And so, um, actually, I called a few months ago, and I actually called at the end, and the same exact thing happened. Where I was like, oh, it's it's me. But basically, um, I called about a guy last time, and it's like what, I've distanced myself from it now, and um, I've been trying to get over it, and I was doing really well. And it's like I was in a relationship with him, and I was really young and stuff, but it was like it felt real. And it's like we really we were really young, and it's like we talked about like marriage and all kinds of stuff at like forty. How old were you when you uh, went out with him? 
Um, I didn't. That's the thing. Oh. Because my mom was very strict. And she wanted to, like, give him, like, the talk and stuff because she was really excited about giving the talk and stuff. And I didn't want to scare him away. And we fought and all this stuff, and it's just we stopped talking. And it sounds – there's more to the story, and it's just it's too long for me to say over the phone. How know? old were you when this went down – this happened when you had – I was you were 14, and it 14. went on from for, like, over – a little over half a year. Uh-huh. And you're still and, not um, over him. No, I never did because, um, like, when I first saw him, it was kind of like, I was like, I'm going to marry that guy, kind of. Okay, but, said, but uh, Brent just said, and, and you're still not over him, right? No, I'm not. And I've tried it for years and years. We fought, and so we stopped talking for a bit. But, like, I would check on him just to see how he was because I cared and stuff. But it's just, like, whatever. And then all Did of a sudden, never, you nowhere. never even kissed. You never even kissed. No, no, no. We went to, like, middle school together, and then all of a sudden he just, it's it's I'm very so what's intuitive. The, what's the problem though? I, I want to know. The problem is now. that I'm trying to move forward, and I have moved forward. Like I've liked other people, I've dated other people and stuff, you know. But it's just like it's always like I compare them to him, in a way. And so what's hard right now is that I'm just trying to figure out how to move even more forward and keep going, you know. Because like now I go to school with him again, and I see him all the time. Hmm. And it's oh, like, you know, sometimes you see someone and you can tell they still care. And, like, you see it in the eyes and the body language and how they kind of avoid you. And it's like they're pretending to avoid you. Like, people are like, why are you going this way? And it's like, oh, because I want to go this way. But really, you know, they saw you and it's like they're going a certain way because they know you usually go that one way they were going to go. Okay. You know, but you're, you're I, I don't, but see, I'm paranoid, too. Okay, but I'm a little hazy, and I don't know, Brent, I don't know if you know completely what's going on, but I'm going to try to figure this out myself real quickly. Uh, you are now 19 years old. You go to the same school with this guy that you were madly Again. in love with. What? Again, I go to, I, we separated schools, and now mm-hmm. we're in college, and we're at the same school right now. Got it. Okay, so now you're in school at 19 years old with this guy. You were madly in love with him, and you're not over him, and are you yeah, saying and he's I, not Hold on, and are you saying he's not over you either? No, no, I'm not saying that. I just, I feel like, I don't know, I don't understand what's going on because, you know, I do fine, and then I see him and just, like, I get this look in the eyes. I don't know what it is, and it just, it really, it bothers me. Like, I feel happy and sad and elated and all these weird feelings, but I just, I feel really embarrassed because I feel this way, and I feel like it's really ridiculous, and it's like, Horrible for me to still feel this way, and I just. Well, I mean, I now that your mom doesn't have, to. now that your mom doesn't have control over you, you as oh, much yeah, or whatever. Now that you're an adult, can you can't you I've, just go out with him now? Isn't that? No, I've heard from mutual friends and stuff. He's actually dating someone. Okay, right but now. here's the thing. Okay, here's here's the thing. Um, I I want to. It seems like there's absolutely no communication happening and only assumptions being made. So I want to yes, know: Do you ever talk to him? What'd you say? Of, of course, yeah, it's all assumptions and all that stuff, you know. You're right about that. And I should talk no. to him and communicate. Yeah, because yes. if anything, if anything, if you yeah. liked him, if anything, if you liked him and you want him to be in your life, and you, and just, I would say, or, or even just to get over this weird, crazy spiral you're going through yeah. on your own in, in your head, just walk through it and be brave. Because, listen, this is not going to kill you. It's it's only going to make you stronger. I know it's the dumbest cliche ever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just say hello to the guy. You know him. Be like, how was your trip when you were at the other pl- what, at the other school? Or what's going yeah. on with you? Or how have you been? Just act normal. Try your hardest to act yeah, normal. Yeah, just be friendly with him. Yeah, you know? yes. just be friend- yeah, start, start up a friendship with him again. Yes, and then another problem I have 
I mean, I'm very sweet and kind and all this stuff, but I always get, like, the worst guys going after me, you know, and it's it's not like they're bad guys. It's just, like, every guy whoever's like, hey, you know, it's never – it's every so often it's someone who, like, wants to do the date and stuff, and, like, everyone says it's normal for my age, but, like, every guy asks me for friends with benefits, and they always ask me for just sex, or, like, they just ask me just to hook up, and it's like – if I don't do that, then they just keep going and going and going, and they won't stop. And it's just I'm not leading and feeding into it. I'm ignoring them and stuff, but I just get these messages all the time. And I don't know what I'm doing to portray this. You know, is there is it like is it normal? Like what kind of what kind of guys do you mean? What's their style like? Like I don't know what their style is, but like I get random. Like my Facebook is on lock. Okay. But um, everything else isn't, but my Facebook isn't connected to anything else, really. But I get friend requests all the time from, like, these sketchy people, and I don't know how they find me. What do you think? But, but, like, they ask me, you know, and even people I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So take a breath, Hannah. Yeah. I need to take a breath. Just start talking for seconds. It's too much. I can't handle it. I'm getting rattled. Um, Brent, what were you going to say? No, well, what were you gonna were you gonna ask me something? I don't know. I what, how so? I'm I'm trying to understand who. How are they, see these men are finding you on Facebook? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I have. Um, and like, are, what kind of? I mean, I don't know what kind of like. What do you have out there that is attracting them? I mean, you have a picture up. That's something that's attracting a certain is kind of guy. That as something that the only people who can click on it are certain people of my friends. And if you do see it, you can't enlarge it or anything. What's okay, the listen picture? To me. Oh yeah, what's the picture? Is it like a weird thing of you uh, and like the picture has gone from like cute things with like the Eiffel Tower to like with a dog to like just like smiling. Just it can be like completely innocent. Okay, and then it can Hold be on, like not Hold as. Innocent. Okay, I got it. Hey, hey stop! Hold I'm so on. sorry. Please stop. I don't know if you're nervous right now, but you're. Angry. I am. I'm sorry. Okay, now just stop talking for two seconds. No, I don't mean that in a dick way, but I'm. In I know. I'm trying to. Yeah. Hold on, but you're still talking now. But I, but I need you to just. I'm going to be like your big sister, and I'm going to sound kind of cunty and like a fucking asshole. But right now, Brent and I are your older brothers and sister. Like, we're your older brother and sister. And just shut the fuck up for two seconds, take a breath, use this time to just breathe in and out three times, not talking to us. I know I'm just as frantic and spastic as you, but this is my Boy Crazy Radio podcast. How dare you? Um, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to, I'm going to give my take on it, and then I'm going to throw it right over to Brent. Here's what I think. I think just like me and a lot of women and people in general, you are overthinking the death out of the situation. Now, here's the thing. Yes, maybe some guys that you are not attracted to have crushes on you and flirt with you, and you're not into them. That doesn't make them monsters or horrible people or the worst men on earth. Just you don't have to date them or give them blowjobs or hold their hands or call, them, call yourself their girlfriend. Just be flattered, say thank you but no thank you in a really nice, sweet way, wish them well on their way, and then keep living your life. And the right guy hasn't come around yet. So these guys that you think are boneheads, they're not boneheads per se. I mean, they probably are. They're just not the guy for you, and that's why you think they're a loser bonehead. Now, as long as you keep saying no to these guys and not doing anything because you're a people pleaser and you feel like you have to, as long as you don't become one of these friends with benefits kind of girls, then you're holding true to yourself and you're setting an example for yourself and just keep along that path and eventually, like, somebody will notice that or you'll walk into the, like, you'll meet the right guy. And and that's why you need to be having all these encounters with quote-unquote boneheads and loser dudes because you need to experience that so you'll feel the difference when you meet the right guy for you, you know? And and 
and, and that and you never know what's around the corner in life. I, I wrote this on my website. It's another cheesy thing, but whatever. It makes me hopeful. You have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. You could fall in love. You could get hit by a car. You could get a great job. You could, you know, whatever. That's the exciting and terrifying thing about life. So just, like, have faith that the guy is out there. And until then, focus on your studies. Like, like focus on taking over the world and having a great job and, and hanging out with your friends and masturbate and take an Epsom salt bath and, like, you know what I mean? Like daydream about what you want to get accomplished in your life. And the guy, I, I, I got to take my own advice because I'm a fucking nutcase. Brent, what do you think? <laughs> um, I just, uh, you know, I, well, I don't, I don't know if you were just saying to, to entertain going out with these guys, these boneheads. Is that what you're saying, Alexi, or no? What did you say? I didn't say entertain going out with these guys. I say, cool, you don't like them? Great, don't go out with them. Yeah, don't, yeah. So don't, yeah. Actually, what I wanted to ask was, who, can you just describe some of these guys, what they, they're like? Are they, like, are they, what are they exactly? Are they, you know, are they gangsters or what, you know? Um, <laughs> no, they're not gangsters. They're not like, like gangsters who, or thugs. They're just like, um, I don't know, actually. Some, um, they're usually mutual what are they? Are friends, they rockabilly friends guys? of mine. Um, or they're um, people from my school, or people I have I had classes with. People. Oh, okay. So they, that's how they that's how they're finding you. They they met you in class. But sometimes I get people yeah. like out of the country. Most of the time, it's out of the country from a different well, city. everybody everybody they, on Facebook gets out yeah. of the country yeah, yeah. things. They just exactly. there's people from foreign countries that just that's all they do all day. They just okay. look for people to become friends with on Facebook. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So. About, yeah. Go on. Sorry. So the other, the other, so okay, so it's some foreigners that are just, you know, whatever. They're probably either they're probably spam or they're trying to do some kind of, you know, money scam or something like that. But besides them, there are some kids from your class or whatever. There's some form, you know, some classmates. I mean, I, classmates to make it sound like really young, but they're just they're, they're people in, that you're meeting at school or that know you from school. Um, well, I mean, that's not such a big deal, I guess, if those people are, you know, trying to become friends with you, right? Well, you, I don't, you don't have to. You don't have to date them, people. I guess. They what? They just know people I know that I yeah, have. Yeah, but okay. Now but now, but now we're explaining Instagram and social networking and how people yeah. become friends on the internet. Here's what I'm going to do before we go to another call. I want you to tell. We know what you don't want. We know what you're not experiencing. Um, Hannah, in uh, in a nutshell, tell me what you're looking for in the perfect guy for you. Nobody knows Ooh. you. It's your the fake name. Explain the perfect guy in like. Ten seconds. Go. Sweet, kind, innocent, patient. Not innocent. Uh, patient, um, gentle, trustful, um, trustworthy, loyal, um, honest. But get to the superficial stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. What does his hair look like? What is he? Yeah, is he buff? Oh, you is want that skinny? stuff? <laughs> Taller than me. At least six two. At least six two. Yeah. At least six two. Dark hair. Long or short. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, preferably um, Italian or French. <laughs> oh shit! Lay it down, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> um, or British. <laughs> Hannah, we love you. I know that's not your real name, but I love you. Uh, we're gonna take another call. Area code. Oh my god, I'm like Whitney Cummings saying like, "Love you, mean it." Uh, okay, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. But actually, just 
yeah, just don't go out with these guys you don't want to go out with and just keep doing your thing. You're so young. I mean, it doesn't, you know, the other guy, become friends with him, talk to him a little bit, whatever, and then you'll just, you'll, I mean, you'll meet somebody, you'll, maybe you'll develop something with him, maybe you won't, and, um, but, you know, it's not nothing, basically, nothing, there's no issues going on with you, really. Just, you're, it's normal. You just do your, you just keep doing your thing, yeah. We're going to another call, Eric, with 626. Uh, Hello. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, okay, well, let's I think I will not use my real name, so let's just call me Jessica. I'm calling from the Greater Los Angeles area. Uh, um, how old did you say you were, Jessica? Oh, I'm nineteen. Okay. What's going on with you tonight? Say hi to Brent. Hello. I'm sorry, what was your name? Brent Brent? Brent. Yeah. Brent. Hello. Hello, okay. Jessica. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so I have a little Twitter crisis. I actually emailed you, but um, I'm assuming that, you know, I'm doing a greater deed as a fan calling in on the radio. So um, my boyfriend, let's, I guess I could sum it up as I love him in real life and I hate him on the Internet. Every time I look at his Twitter I'm so annoyed. Like, he's always posting weird things about, like, what he wants in a girl or, like, fat asses or, like, just ridiculous shit. Like, his, um, like, what would you call that? I guess your bio on your Twitter is a link to the Tupac song, I Get Around. And it's just, like, every time I look at his page without fail, I'm irritated. And is is it my problem? Am I like being some kind of a weird, insecure girl? And like, should I just understand that that's like how he is on the internet? Like, he sees the internet as like kind of a joke, or like, is he being disrespectful? Like, I don't know. It's just. I mean, have, yeah. Have you asked him? I mean, well, actually, okay. Well, two things. Is he? So you're saying his identity online is just totally diff- the opposite of him in real life. Uh, no, it's not the opposite of him. It's just in real life, like, I mean, he jokes around with people and, like, he's kind of a smartass, and I am too, and that's why we get along. But in on the Internet, it's, like, absolutely does not take himself seriously at all. He's, like, the Internet's biggest troll, and so are all so, of his friends. Okay, so, so all that stuff is it's fake stuff. It's like a joke, basically. He's joking about, you know, everything you said, the, the Tupac, everything. It's no, all a joke. Well, the thing is... And that's the thing is it's hard to decipher because I know, like, well, like, the fat asses and all that kind of stuff. I know that is, like, what he likes. So it's, like, he, it's, like, almost like he wants to say he likes it, but he's using the fact that he's a troll as a cover-up. Okay, so it's, like, when people use expressions that are corny or played out or whatever, and they do some sort of... You know, as a joke, but then they end up just using them for real because you know they just that's that's what happens. Yeah. Are you, are you talking about me? Who you? Me? Am I? <laughs> yeah. Or is she talking about you? You, Brent. No, I'm. I, no, I'm actually talking about myself. Like, um, you know the expression, uh, "It's not a good look." You know that expression people use it sometimes. Not a good look. Not a good look, bro. <laughs> you know, they do that. My friends yeah. and I, my sister, or I don't know, my 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 friend Scott and I would use that just totally as a joke, just to each other, you know. But we really ended up kind of integrating it into our, you, you know, usual vernacular yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know, it was. Totally, I totally get it. But I, I don't, use, I don't say it in public though. Still, I just we do it to each other, but it's be, it has become sort of, 
you know, more second yeah. nature now. Yeah. You, you know what's weird? I I did something the other day, and we'll get right, right we'll, we'll get back to it in two seconds, Jessica. But I did this really. I didn't do it, but I was driving past. I was with a girlfriend, and I was driving past these two guys the other night, and they were giving each other a hug. And as a joke, because I thought it would be so ridiculous, because it's so not who I am, and it, it would be like me making co- like social commentary on an idiot. I wanted to yell, you know, faggots as a joke, but I would never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would, of course, of course, I would never do that because I know. Well, first of all, you know, I I know you can't do that. But if I did, were to do that, I only wanted to, as social comment as a complete. It's completely ironic, but but uh, but you know. Anyway, whatever. I don't know. You, you, do you get my point? Do you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And one time, I just okay, real quick. I just this guy I was talking to on the phone. Who he's a guy who used not a good look genuinely. He just, yeah. The reason I started using it is because it just I thought it was so funny the way he used it because he would say. He, he he called me and he I mean this was about a, a comedy thing and I was doing some overseas stuff and and um for the military and he said um he was like he said now look he's like I just he's like hey what's up well, he's like you got any this is, really, this is super quick this is really really quick if you get you, look he's like I just want to make sure you got your passport I want to make sure that you got you know your your ticket and all that now look if you got any merchandise. That's gonna be a good look for you, and I just thought that was really funny because um, I thought he was gonna say it was like if you have any merchandise, they're gonna to have to take thirty percent of your sales or something like that. And he just said, anyway, all right, whatever. That's why I started using it. So. That's the sexiest. I've never wanted to fuck you so badly as I do. Right? I'm just kidding. I'm not making love. I've never wanted to make love to you more than right now. That's so weird because when, whenever I do an urban-sounding voice, people, girls say that. They say that it makes me sound sexy, but it's it's so that, fake. It's so it's so fake. That, that is like my ultimate getting raped by a black dude fantasy right there. Uh, well, I didn't say I black. Be, I said urban. Well, that's my ultimate getting raped by an urban dude fantasy right there. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever. Not a good look, okay, bro. So wait a Not a good look. All right. Yeah. So let's go back to let's get back to so, Jessica. Okay, so, and then, yeah, that's my thing, too. I guess the little thing I forgot to mention is he's, like, um, 14-year-old puberty boy whoa, crazy whoa, whoa, whoa. Tio, over. Tio, Tio. No, 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 you, he's 19... not actually, no, 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 he's not literally. I'm saying he has this, um, like, celebrity crush that he's, like, a 14-year-old boy over. And whoa, wait, so what? he's always, like, posting pictures of her on his Twitter and, like, Oh, he, oh, he has her. a crush on a 14-year-old celebrity. No, no, no. He acts like a fourteen-year-old boy over his celebrity crush. Oh, who's his? Who's his celebrity crush? Well, um, it's Adrian Ho. She's like a model. She's beautiful. I mean, I totally agree. Like, she's oh god. Here's amazing. the deal. Hold on. Aside from all this stuff, okay? Yes, yes. The gist of it is because we have to get to other callers. Uh, phone lines are uh, lighting up, as they say. Okay, so <laughs> all right. The, pro- the problem is you're in love with this dude. He's your boyfriend. His internet persona is completely embarrassing and fucking lame as fuck. Here's, here's yes. a through line. Here's here's a through line that will that will come up again tonight and future episodes of Boy Crazy Radio and life in general. The problem can most likely be solved by communicating and actually talking about what you're thinking directly to the face. You know, like point your face towards his face and then say these things that you said to us tonight, and then maybe <laughs> like maybe. Maybe you can get to the bottom of something real for a second. So you know what I mean? Like yeah, just go, yeah. hey, I love you. I love you a lot. I I really think we have to like dive into your your Twitter stuff because if I just saw your Twitter account and hadn't met you, 
I would never want to date you. You know what I mean? Just like, talk to him about it, and then and then get it out on the table and have a really long talk, and then maybe you'll see his point of view, and you'll come some you'll come to you know to a conclusion. And this happened to, with to me with an ex boyfriend, where he said to me, and he was actually right. Um, this was like years ago, and he goes, and and he he stumbled upon my my MySpace account or something, and it's so fucking gross. Like I already do a lot of self promotion because I have a blog and I have an Instagram and all this fucking bullshit. Back then, I didn't have a blog. You should see the fucking shit on my MySpace page. It's still up. It's so gross. It's just like, it's so fucking gross. He goes, if I had seen this, I would never have gotten a date with you ever. And it was true. So mm-hmm. we, I, I've had this conversation, and I was the, I was your weird boyfriend. I was on that end of it. So, Brent, do you agree? What do you think? We have other calls. I mean, it, I think it's, it's kind of weird to me that you don't know him well enough to know how much he's joking. Or I don't know, actually. I wasn't able to really gauge fully what – you you meant by it, but like, how do you? I, I would think that I don't know. If it, you you say that I mean he's joking and he's I don't know. I, I just I don't know. Yeah, just talk to him. I, like just be. Like, yeah, I guess you could just that. Yeah, just communicate with him. It's just all. Like, yeah. Yeah, just do it. I just don't. I don't know what. I don't know what. Um, if you. I guess it's like a joke that he's doing it, but he's kind of doing it for real also, and then that's a turn off or whatever that he's doing it for real. If, if that's who he is. Yes. I don't know. It's not me, though, I don't think. Who is it? Hello? You're the one, other one. Okay, wait. Area code 204? Hey. <laughs> what? Hi. Hi, it's Juliet. I'm 17 from Canada. Canada? Uh, Where in Canada? Uh, Central Canada. I don't want to get, like, too oh, revealing. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But... Yeah. Okay, yeah, Central. All right, all right. I'm Toronto, maybe, okay. something like that. All right, fine. Yeah. And... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. It's so funny. I love it. Okay, go on. Sorry. Okay. Well, anyways, um, my issue is that I had a boyfriend of two years, and he broke up with me two months ago, and I'm just sort of looking for, like, a little bit of advice on, like, how to get over it better. Like, he already has, like, a new girlfriend, and she's, like, 15 oh. years old, and it's just, like, ugh. How like, old is he? He's 17, almost 18. Okay. Um, yeah. I have a tactic. Is that it? That's your whole thing? How to um, get, like, tips so. on getting over? I yeah, mean, I, I guess so. A, I have a little tip, like a thing I've developed recently, but um, like a, 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 a way of handling things like that. But, um, Alexi, do you have anything to say first before I get into that? No, do, do it. Well, um, okay, look, I mean, the the first, you know – I mean, look, the first – you went out for two years, you say? Yeah, like, I like I honestly, I thought he was, like, the one, and, like, I loved right, him so right, much. Right. So and do, you still, like do you still think he's the one still, even though he broke up with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, can, can I just I, can ask I, real quick? I, what? Oh, sorry. I was just going to chime in real quick and, and let you guys know that he, he is not the one. He's not the one. Okay, you're, you're 17. Not, he, I'm not going to let him be the one. Go back, back to you, well, Brian. I, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure, he's not. But look, in her head right now, so that's what she thinks. And look, I mean, you can't help – She, you, no matter what you say, like, oh, there's other guys you'll meet or there's you – know, the, the, you know, she's so young right now and, you know, she doesn't know or whatever. Right now, in her head, and in anyone's head who would be in that position, it's – that's what it – they can't help but feel like, oh, this person is the one this, or this person was the one or whatever, you know. Um, there's no way around that. The only okay. So here's the thing. There's uh, the first six months are going to be I, just going to be hard. I mean, there's there's no way around it. You're just going to, you know, I think the best you can do in the first six months 
is um, I, is is you know talk to friends that you you know enjoy their the company of a lot you know or if you're close with your siblings or whatever if you have siblings yeah, yeah. hanging out with them and stuff and talking to them and just kind of keeping just keeping people in your life that make you feel happy you know and and uh, and I mean, because that—that's I don't know—that's kind of a good substitute for somebody that you uh, you know were in love with or, or whatever. And um, that sounds like just just a t- little tiny bit creepy, I guess. Like keeping your siblings in your life is a good substitute for someone you were in love with. But okay, but you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Now, um, but the other thing that I've kind of developed recently was um, a thing where, uh, look, I mean, two months is pretty. You know, that's that's really early. But as as time goes on. You know, you'll start to just think about him a lot, and it becomes obsessive. I'm sure maybe you get obsessed uh, thinking about him and, st- and things. Um, but one thing that you can do is try to train yourself to where as soon as you think about him, uh, as soon as he pops up in your head, just start to focus all of this, just whatever's in like literally in front of you. Um, you know, if if you're sitting at a table. Uh, and there's a, a, a Pepsi can in front of you. Just focus on the Pepsi can and start actually describing what the can looks like to yourself. I know this sounds kind of crazy, but start describing it in detail. Like, oh, the can has some condensation on the side of it, and there's a, there's a blue and red logo there and whatever. Or maybe even start reading the ingredients to yourself in the ba- on the back of the can. And before you know it, you're not won't be thinking about him anymore. You'll be just kind of thinking about this can or whatever, and and it, it doesn't have to just be the can, but it can be the table and stuff like that. Yeah. And so what that does is, and what you want to do is, um, kind of try to condition yourself to whenever he does come up in your head, you are immediately going to start. To, you immediately focus on whatever's in front of you at, at the time. Now there's a symbolic. It's kind of a symbolic gesture also because. It sort of thinking about him is kind of represents thinking about the past or being stuck in the past, um, and then thinking about the can or whatever's in front of you, that <laughs> represents being in the present, in the present, and you know, kind of either moving forward or just being in the moment. So there's kind of a symbolic uh, thing to it too that I, that I think is, but but you know, look, I mean, two months two months into a breakup, I mean, that's you know, that's it's, it would be hard to do that, but I think that's mm-hmm. that's one thing you can try to do that. That can keep your mind off of him, you know. I I have some stuff to chime in with, um, because that, that that was so great. I'm going to use that too when yeah. I'm heartbroken. But um, here's something. I mean, I I felt, you know, I'm I'm a girl just like you, and I'm you know mm-hmm. obsessed with, with boys and love and fascinated by relationships and stuff. And I have dated so much and been heartbroken a ton, or and uh, and found myself many times, even on the phone with Brent, talking about like, what does it all mean, or why didn't he call, or what's going on, or it's just not what I wanted, or 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 just. I know, I know how you feel right now, and so here's what I do. Um, and I know this is difficult, but use this time. You just have to stay busy. You have to, just like what Brent said, with like hanging out with people you love and and friends and siblings and stuff like that. Stay as busy as possible. And I always say this every week. I probably say it, but I, I mean it, and I want people to get it through their head. I like to write things by hand. There's something so therapeutic about like taking a blank piece of paper and writing down like. God, what can I do to, like, keep myself busy? Take an Epsom salt bath. Go to the movies. Hang out with Cece mm-hmm. or whoever the fuck your friend is or whatever. Like, you know, um, daydream about just put yourself first and know and, and just be, get as busy as possible. 
and get excited about the future. Because I know I, I like what Brent is saying, stay in the, in the present and like and uses that as a tool, like looking at the can or whatever's in front of you to get you out of your head, get you out of the past, and get you into the present. Well, I, I, I agree. Not enough people are present. It's a thing. Everybody was working on it. It's difficult as fuck. But right. my advice is going to, and, and uh, just for a second, I'm going to make you get excited about the future and think about, like, all the adventures you're going to have, all the, all the people you're going to meet. You're so young. You are so young, I swear to God. Like, there are so many exciting makeouts you're going to have. Now you're single. <laughs> the world is your oyster. Like, you want to do well in school, uh, dream about traveling to faraway lands and, or, you know, going to crazy parties or making out with a movie star or making out with the cutest boy in a room with that lo- long-haired dude, <laughs> a fireman, uh, or taking over the world, being amazing at something that you're really good at. Maybe you want to be a filmmaker. Maybe you want to paint or fucking uh, own a company or, or, or you know, create – there are so many things that you can be using your brain for to, to try to, to – that, that can rip you out of uh, all the agony you're experiencing over uh, being heartbroken over a guy. But at the same time, I understand that as a woman, and I try to tell people this, we are very capable of multitasking and thinking about a million things at once. Like I can be doing work yes. and I can be writing. I can be doing all these things and I still have time to, to be thinking about boys and stuff even if I'm doing work. But – um. But I swear to God, when I make something, and when I, when I actually start making something, writing something, or, yeah. or coming up with an idea, there's nothing. There's no better feeling that gets you in present time and makes you feel really accomplished and good about yourself, and takes your mind off, you know, shitty people or a sad thing, <laughs> than like. Yeah. This is totally true. Just, yeah, than making something. Being creative like, and working on something, yeah, that that totally keeps mm-hmm. your mind busy with something else too, yeah. Oh, that's the best thing in the whole wide world. And just and you know what? Watch a ton of movies and cry. If you're sad, yeah, watch, movies. go home. Yeah, here's a list of movies. Watch Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, um, Broken English, When Harry Met Sally, Hannah and Her Sisters, Annie Wait, Hall, wait, wait. Hannah. You're recommending all these. Uh, I mean, you're recommending, well, not Hannah and Her Sisters so much, but you're recommending a lot of, you know, kind of love stories, though. I know, but I like I like to laugh. No, I know, but that's, that's not all. I don't know. That's, that's kind of iffy. I mean, because no, I mean it's good, but then sometimes it makes you think, start thinking about your own relationship or you know the, your own former relationship, and so those can be a little bit kind of sad sometimes. But I don't okay. know. Okay, don't watch, don't watch any of the movies I suggest. Okay, okay? I, I want you to, uh, but just, uh, just watch the King of Comedy. That's one of my favorite movies right now. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. Sandra Bernhardt <laughs> is. So fucking She's the amazing. Best. Why didn't she? Go, why didn't she do more movies after that? She was so good in that. She was the uh, show stealer. She was the movie stealer of that movie. I don't know. I, I think maybe she. I don't know what happened, but she's also. She's so there. funny. This the scene where she they she's you know has don't you know Jerry it. Lewis. I'm not gonna ruin anything. I'm just saying there's a scene that she's just really good. She's just really good. <laughs> my mom. Well, I, my mom. Oh, sorry. My mom sorry. is going to do. Oh, let me just do. I'm talking to friends. <laughs> But my mom is gonna, my mom's gonna love you so much because uh, she's gonna think our our banter and our back and forth is really great. I know it. I'm just doing this for your mom right now. I want your mom to approve of me. That's all. I know. Why would you think that she wouldn't approve of you? Has she not approved of people in the past? Mm, I I don't I I wouldn't know, but I just um uh you know I just uh, I, I you know no I just I just want everybody to approve of me. I guess. Okay, way to way to save it because I told Brent that somebody did my podcast and my mom didn't approve, and she, and uh, so now Brent was like, I'm gonna come at it. I'm gonna. I really do appreciate the fact that I'm gonna talk about Brent as if he's not here. He's a comedian, but something he's doing tonight, which I really appreciate and love, uh, and it's it's epic. And I feel like this show gives 
gives people who wouldn't normally do this the opportunity to do this. He's being very serious and trying to help people and give really good advice grounded in, in like, personal experience or truth or in reality. You know what I mean? Like, you're being really genuine. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's I great. I'm going to talk about him in a third person also. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, let's get back to – what? I said I, I have like I guess another problem. It's sort of like related to the same thing. Like, like my like I try to distract myself. Like my hobby, like my hobby is dance, and like my passion is dance. And I'm going to New York City in a few days for an audition for dance. Um, but like, oh, the watch thing the is, movie Fame. Oh my God, you have to see the original movie from. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I've Fame is really it. that good. <laughs> oh, you have seen it. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. But I'm um, like the thing is, dance is so like emotionally connecting. So it's like. If I'm ever in class, like doing a dance about love, like I just want to like burst into tears. It's just like, uh, like I, don't I love know. this. Okay, I love this. And then stay, then watch the movies I suggested. Stay grounded in your emotion, girl. Okay, and then and also watch Flashdance because when that woman, have yeah. you seen Flashdance? No, I haven't. What? What the? No, you have not. It's seen good. Flash it's good. You'll like it. Okay, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll watch it's it. It's got that song Maniac in it. You know that song Maniac. Oh. Yeah. I think so. Okay, listen. It's... You don't know. You don't know the song Maniac, but you're gonna find out. Here's the deal. I'm not gonna give anything away. But you fucking get off the phone with us right now because we've solved your problems as far and, and we've taken it as far as we can. And you watch Flashdance tonight, and you call me next Wednesday, and I want to know how you felt about Flashdance. I want to know how you nailed that audition in New York. Your life is gonna be great. You're going to New York. You, you have no more problems now that I know that you're gonna watch Flashdance. Go to New York. Brent, how are you feeling? I feel good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's nice. You're good. You really, you're you're fun. You have a really fun energy. You talk to you talk to these people in a really fun way. It's funny. It's funny. It's fun, and it's and it's helpful. Well, we have another phone call. We're already past the hour, but I extended it a little bit just so we could pick up the flag and read it's not, some letters. It's not past the hour yet. It is past the hour. No, it's not. It's only nine fifty-six. Oh, is it? Oh shit! Oh, sorry, sorry. Area code three hundred seven. Hey. Hey, what's up? Uh, not much. Um, my name is Anne, and I'm 21, and I'm in Wyoming, <laughs> of all horrible places. Yeah. Um, my issue, well, not really issue. I just need to know if I'm a horrible person if I fake You're it. You're not. Hey, I, I, already, I can already answer that. You're not. But what's the issue? <laughs> And, like, it's never, it's usually really good, but, like, once in a while, like, we get going and it's good, and then it gets to a point where I'm like, um, I'm just going to fake it now because I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. So you, oh, Jesus. Well, I don't know if Brent has sex with men, women, children. I don't know what his deal is, but I don't know if he's a virgin. I don't know what your deal is, Brent. I know. I'm a man but, of mystery. I don't, I don't, I don't give away all my secrets. Brent kind of looks like he looks like Norman Bates, and it's very sexy. He looks like he he looks kind of like a serial killer, but that means he's good looking. Serial serial killers, I was thinking about it, are generally white and handsome because what? Who else could lure you into their apartment? No strings, like no True. questions asked. Then like a I white guess it's like the, fucking. It's almost like a vampire or something, right? Like a, I mean, like that, that's it's the idea of the vampire, where you know, I mean, they're blood suckers, they're you know, they're killers or whatever, but they. You know, that's how they, they get people by being, you know, sexy or whatever or something. Yeah, yeah you, he's got salt and pepper hair. He dresses well. He's kind of – you just don't know how you feel. Anyway, whatever. Okay, so but we're going to talk We're gonna talk about orgasming and or whatever the word is in sex. You're doing yourself a disservice. But, Brent, what do you think? I'll throw it to you first. 
I mean, yeah, I just think it's always good to be honest in a situation. I mean, you're, I, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I know. the thing yeah. is, is that she's usually really, really good. So, like, the few oh, times the she's not, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let me let's let's readjust here. Okay, so um, okay, so it's a girl. There's another girl in the relationship. It's a it's a oh, yeah, I'm, situation. I'm a okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay. So, so is she able to really, is she really able to have an orgasm uh, every oh, yeah. time or whatever? So not she's every easy. time, but yeah. But how do you yeah. know she's not faking it though? Um, because she won't. She'll just stop me. <laughs> how do you? She doesn't care. <laughs> Um, okay, Brent, I think we need to do some role-playing right now. Okay, what, I'm lesbian number one, you're lesbian number two? or? Yeah, and we're going to be in, like, wait, so, uh, wait uh, real, real quick, and is your girlfriend, she's going down on you or, like, fingering you or doing something like that, and then and then you're just like, da-da-da-da-da, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Like, are you just, what's Is happening? it because it's taking too long or something? Um, no, it's just usually, like, she loses her rhythm or, like, she does something that slows me down and I can't pick back up. And oh, so I'm just like, uh. Do you feel, is it, I mean, what I mean, though, is she's, is it, she'll be trying really hard to, you know, um, get you there and, and it's just taking too long. And then is that, and then that's sometimes. why you're like, okay, I'm just going to pretend to do this now because so yeah, that she sometimes. doesn't have to put in so much. So she gets kind of tired or something because it's taking too long. Yeah, and but it's usually just like she loses like her, like whatever she's doing stops turning me on for a second, and then oh. I just can't get back there. Well, yeah, I you know, I, I don't think that you should fake it. I think you should just, you know, you should just tell her, yeah, I'm just not. I mean, you know, I think you guys should just not. I don't think you should fake it because I don't know. I just think I don't think you should do that. But you okay, should Brent, just... Brent doesn't think you should fake it. Is what he just said, right? Yeah. Um. It is the worst as a woman when, like, some guy is, like, or whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just saying to guys because I'm, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I get it. Um, <laughs> um, I, when when they're, like, right with their finger and they're, like, right in the right place and, like, or their tongue is in the right place and everything's, like, wiggling in the right place. I don't know. And it's all yeah. right. And then all of a sudden, like, and, and then you think to yourself while it's happening, oh, my God, this is so, yeah. you're only thinking this. You're thinking, this is so great. Oh, my God, everything's perfect. But you don't voice it, so you you take the chance of maybe them trying something new because they don't know if they're they're getting yeah, you off yeah. the right way. And then and then they move. They, like, move. It's, like, half a centimeter, a millimeter. Oh, God, they move. And then it's, it's all over. And then, oh, yeah. God. And, then, and it's so scary to be, like, you know, oh, no, do what you're doing. Because talking during the sexual stuff is, like, just kills the mood and, Sometimes it's yeah, new it's weird for me. Yeah. I don't. Here's what you do. You go. You just have to be more vocal. I mean, let, let's. Okay, Brent and I are going to try to do this. Okay. So like, Brent <laughs> yeah. is now. Um. Okay. This is. I, I don't know where this is going to go or how we're going to feel about any of this. So let's just try. Okay. So okay. Brent, <laughs> are you? Ah, I'm uncomfortable already. Okay. Okay. So you want me to be? Now. You want? We're, we're both women in the situation. Well, whatever makes you happy, and okay. Um, I'm. Hello. How? Are you there? Okay. Yeah, that was me. I was I was faking my voice for a second. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Lexi. No, I can't. I can't. I can't oh, no. keep it up. Right. Sorry, that was you. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. That was so scary. Do that again. Hello. Hello. That is such. Hello. <laughs> hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. 
Hi, this is me. I'm talking, and I'm just to show you that my voice can gradually get deeper. I'm just proving to you that it is me by going from high to low. Okay. That is really fucking creepy. I know. How creepy is my guest, Brent Weinbach? Please buy his album, which is called Mostly Live, available on iTunes. Uh, just search Brent Weinbach. Brent Weinbach. Or go to everything, for everything and anything Brent Weinbach, go to brentweinbach.com. Anyway. Okay, um, so okay. let's do the, you're going to do, okay, so I'll, no, I'll just play the man. I'll just be a, a man in this in this scenario. Okay, are you are you going down on me? Or are you putting your finger on my private? Um, What would you like? What do you want, what do you like? What do you want me to do? Well, now we're actually doing the scene. Oh, um, well, we're like talking a little bit too much. You're supposed to be sexual and sexy. Okay, um, I guess with your finger, with your finger. We'll start there because, you know, we're just friends, and I don't think you should just jump right into pretend going down on each other. Okay, and action. Okay. We're kissing. What? We're kissing. This is okay. not me talking. Okay. okay, ready? Okay, go. <laughs> Oh, yay. Oh, it's my button. That's my chance. Oh. Wait. Oh, my God, yeah. Do, do you want me to, yeah, I don't know. Do you want me to, should I, do you want me to talk? or This is, I'm in the scene still, by the way, just saying. So you know. Do you want me to talk or do you want? Oh, I'm in the scene too. Um. Yeah, okay, put your finger on my private. <laughs> Okay, I did that. This, I don't know. You know what's weird about this? This actually does sound like a phone sex situation right now, actually. Yeah, it does. Okay, I'm trying to understand how this actually how okay. this will be helpful for Anne. <laughs> okay, well, we're out of the seat. This is just more for me and you, I think, now. Yeah, it is. It is more for us. Okay, okay. <laughs> so. put, your, put your finger on the bulbous part of my vagina. <laughs> okay, the bulbous. No, Okay. The and then say it's on the, and then okay. Okay, so let's say that his finger or your girlfriend's finger or her tongue or whatever is on the nice part of your private that is making you excited and happy and giggly and like tickly and yeah. warm all over stuff. Um and it's happening and you're getting closer, then you have to vocalize it. And if she hasn't found yeah. it, it, it does she ever hit it? She does hit it some at some point. She ever she does find that point at some point, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So then so then here's what I do. I mean, I don't want strangers to know how I sound like I want I want only like the hundreds of people I've had sex with to know what I sound like when this happens to me but whatever it's for you and for a good cause just when she starts touching that spot just go oh my god I don't know I don't even sound like that uh or you okay. could even just say this you could just be you could just say oh I like I like that I like that when you do that you know you could just yeah, say that even like you don't even friends. have to say, oh, God, or whatever, you know? Yeah, you just go, I, I like that. Yeah, just, just say it like that. Like, just say it like that. Just like me. Or just, just go, feel like right there. I like no, that. yeah, just go. Just, just, here's what I say. I go like right this. I go, I, no, I go like this. I go, oh, my God, don't move. That's what I say. I go, don't move. Oh, my God. I go, oh, my God, don't move. That's perfect. That's the best thing you've ever done in your entire life. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could and just say it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, just cool. tell them what to do. Tell her what to do, you know? Yeah, and then also if if you don't fake it, if she stops, or if she comes, then you do this thing where like uh, just just touch yourself in front of her or go, you're not done yet. I'm not. I haven't come yet. Just make it a silly, sexy thing. Like pretend you're yeah. Pretend you're Rihanna or Angelina Jolie in some sexy film about. I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Just communicate. You know what I mean. It's all that's the theme of today's show is just communicate. And you know, I think if you're communicating while you're uh, making love to each other, then you'll you will you'll you'll eventually you'll be able to make magic happen. 
Yeah, cool. like when Brent and I make love, like we, we don't we don't fuck, we don't have sex. Uh, we make love and we communicate, and uh, nice. that's why it's great. <laughs> okay, um, yay. Okay, so now we're gonna take a boy crazy voicemail message. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, it's not working. Oh, God, this is humiliating. All right, don't go. Oh, here we go. Hold on now. Hi, Alexi. Um, my name is Anna, and I am 24, and I cannot get over my ex-boyfriend. Um, he broke up with me a couple weeks ago. We were together for three years, and... I just cannot stop obsessing over him and being pissed, but wanting him back, but being just every single good and bad emotion. So what do you recommend to get over him? Um, Thanks. You're doing awesome. Love you. Bye. I love you too, Anna. Thank you. Um, I think we already covered this. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, I kind of feel like it's the same thing as the other girl, yeah. Um, yeah, we talked. We talked about the and, and and then this girl's. This is a few weeks. I know it's hard, but it's just you can't. Yeah, there's no, there's no real, you know, I mean, there's no real, you know, magical cure Formula. to a broken heart. I mean, you just, it's just uh, I mean, it just sounds so. It's just, it sounds like such a cliche, but it really is just like the time. And you know, the truth is, is you may never get over somebody ever, really, but you'll just get used to not being over them over time. You know what I mean? Like it just oh, becomes that's a, beautiful. But you know, you know, it just becomes part of your your life that oh yeah, that's a, a person I'm not over. You know, and then and then you get used to it. You never get over them, but you just you know. Oh, actually, that's a very beautiful thing. There's actually an episode of Sex in the City where Carrie Bradshaw. I think the theme of the show was what defines a relationship, and she's trying to define her relationship with Aiden and with Big. And uh, I'm sure somebody out there has seen every episode of Sex in the City and has the board game like I do or whatever. I don't know if you have ever seen the show, Brent. But have I you? Saw. I think I saw like a clip of it once or something. Okay, actually, cool. no. You Here's- know what it was? I saw one of the actors at a Spearhead show once. <laughs> Okay, so you're with me, so you know what I'm talking about. So Carrie Bradshaw is asking what defines a relationship, and her conclusion was the next relationship defines the previous relationship. Like that one is over, and it was what it was, and it was horrible, and you didn't get over it, and and it still makes you think deeply and stay up at night sometimes when you get nostalgic. But you move forward, and you you stay busy, and then you meet somebody else. And then then the other thing is... What were you going to say? Oh, go on. No, were you, were, no, finish, finish. Go on, yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm or done. You, I'm, yeah. Are you done? Okay, no, no. I mean, yeah, the next relationship defines the last one. That's 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 actually really, that's the real, um, yeah. I mean, moving on from something that you can't get over, well, once you meet somebody that's better or whatever, a better match, well, that's going to definitely make you be able to move on, you know? Yeah. But the only problem, there's, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you can't, one, you don't want to force, and you know that's why a lot of people get into relationships really quickly after they break up with someone, is because you know they want to fill fill that void or whatever, and um, you know there's these these rebound relationships, and you know, but that's that's you know that's kind of bad too. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, you don't want to rush into something like that. You don't want to rush into something because, I mean, I know I know this isn't what this girl was talking about, but you don't want to rush into something that that was 
you know, the, just because you're trying to get over something else or whatever. Oh, yeah, and, of course. And, and, and I, I totally agree, and I, I don't think that's... Right. I, I, no, I, so I guess it's just, yeah, I mean, and, and who knows when you will meet somebody that's better. But that it is true, though, that, that once you do meet somebody who is truly a better match for you, that's definitely, that's really the one, that's really what will but, make you get over a previous relationship, you know. But here's something I'm going to say is, yes, one, one rela- the first relationship and then the next relationship, that will define, you know, what, that will define relationships in your life to you and where you're at. But it doesn't mean... We also have your relationship with yourself in between where you kind of heal and you stay busy yeah. and you, you reprioritize and you daydream and you, you know, you work and you, you know, you, enri- you do enriching things with people you love, just like we talked about before, and you try to get as healthy as you can. And you get the, the, the goal is, and I've noticed that this is when I'm at my best, is I stop dating someone and then I, I'm by myself and and then I get to the point where, God, I'm really happy single. I'm so happy alone. I'm not alone. I have my friends and my family, but I'm very happy not having a boyfriend. And that's a really good place to be because then you're like 100% just on your own before you meet this next person that hopefully is not a person you're settling for because you, you know, when you're 100% on your own, you don't need to just settle for some bonehead because you want a lonely, warm body next to you, you know? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know, Paul. Okay, Erica, area code 317, you're the final call of the night. Hello? Yeah, Lexi, hi. It's Paul oh, Minneapolis, God. 52 years old. Wow. 52, Paul, Minneapolis? <clears throat> not a Lexi, I got some earth-shattering news for you. What? Well, for one thing, I, I'm for the last two years I've been a faithful caller listening every week almost, okay? I have physically not been able to listen to you for two months. The short version is the first I'm in a two-floor house, okay? The first floor of my house got flooded, two inches of water, but it was enough that they shut it down. I ha- I've been living in a neighbor's house for two months. I was lucky I had a neighbor where he he moved out and he left behind his furniture, but no computer, no phone. <laughs> so I've been incommunicado and everything. Okay, that's why I... I have not listened. I literally have not listened to your show or been able to call in for two months. Okay. That's, oh my God! Well, I'm glad you're better and you're back and going. Well, I got even better news. Okay. Two years ago, I told you how, in the 1990s, I dated like 50 women. 50, I'm not exaggerating. 50 women. I have a diary. 50 women from like personal ads and stuff, and they all dumped me after one date. Okay. And you said, Paul, just hang in there. It'll happen. It'll happen. Well, it happened. I got a girlfriend. <gasps> you did? Yep. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. Who is well, this girl? Well, not to be self-indulgent, but... Not to be self-indulgent, but it happened in a very interesting, non-stereotypical, unique way, and people might want to know about it. Again, I don't. Want, I try to help people too. Okay. Now, this was not okay. a friendship. It took the relationship two took two years to develop where I got now, but it did not start as a friendship. It started as dating two years ago. But the thing was, we would only go on occasional dates. We're both busy with different things. It really, you know, we were both attracted at the beginning. We go on occasional dates, okay? But then she's got kids, I got a job, whatever. Well, I might have a date and then maybe not hear from her, you know, for like three months at a time, and then, then you know, and then three months later we would do something. And like you said once, you had a boyfriend who he he came over was he came from England, and he wanted to be with you 
100% of your time, and you hardly knew each other. And you said, see, that's not good. I read in a, a, book, a book about dating that it's not good to spend too much time together at the beginning. One reason is it's actually normal to fantasize about the other person and not, you know, while you're not with them 100% of the time, you fantasize about them. That's actually normal. That develops the crush. So anyway, so now, again, it wasn't a friendship. It was dates here and there, you know, and... And during that time also, I mean, things things developed slowly. Like I, you know, I met her family, you know, and I like her family and everything, and that's nice and and um, and all this. And so, but the thing is, okay, after two years, now it's accelerating, you know. Things have just kind of de- developed. So, again, and also, though, I'm not the kind of person that forces things. I I like to let nature take its course. I see personal ads, okay, in the paper here in Indianapolis. People would say, oh, i got to be married by Christmas. Well, that's stupid, you know? So yeah. I, I just like to and, – and, and another thing is when you meet a new person, you have no idea what their role will be in your life. They could be a friend. They might be a friend. They might be a lover. You may never see them again. You may – See them the rest of your life. You know, when you meet new people, you know you don't you don't try to pigeonhole them right away. You just let nature take its course, and that thing we're taking it kind of slow. You know, that's good too. And again, sometimes things work out for the best. Her, she's busy because of her job, so I can only see her on Sunday. So I'm not going to be hanging around with her all week and bothering her, and you know, and I and I don't call her work and everything. And we and that's a good deal too. Is my life's kind of hectic, but I can say well. I'm going to see her on on Sundays, and that's the best thing. And then my family, because our condo flooded, I'm under a lot of pressure. My family, you know, we've had to clean the you – know, well, actually, I moved back in last Friday. That's why I'm here. But, you know, oh, the good thing is I got new carpet and stuff. But, you know, my okay. family – but there's still the, – the movers put all my stuff in unlabeled boxes. It's going to take months to open all those boxes. So my family okay. saying, well, you know, you can't be running around with this woman all week. And so, well, look, I told my family, you know, my brother, my mom, I can only see her on Sunday. So that puts a limit on that. So that takes off some family pressure. So, And the thing also is just, you know, I'm not pressuring, I'm not rushing. Maybe I won't marry her. Maybe I won't. But right now, it's, it's better than 50 women dump me after one date and me buying them expensive dinners and they don't even call me back, you know. We're low-key, you know, we've done different things. Like last Sunday, you know, I just went went to her house. We watched a movie at her house, and, you know, I got some food, not even fancy food, just some fast food. That doesn't sound like much. It doesn't sound like one of these huge super dates with the carriage riding the flowers. But, you know, it was just low-key. It was nice. In this economy, it was cheap. In fact, this is where I found out that things are good, too. In the 90s, I would pursue these women and call them and call them, and they would give me the runaround, and they didn't want me. Well, one thing why things have accelerated lately is this woman, I said, you know, um, you know, and I think she's more attracted to me than I'm her, or at least, you know, things are working where there's at least a mutual attraction. But anyway, I said, look, a few weeks ago, I said, um, your your life is more hectic than mine, so here's my number, you call me. And so then a week ago Friday, she called me, and she said, hey, come out to my house, we'll just hang out. So that's good that she's called me. So Let me ask you a question. So are you happy? Yes, definitely, yeah. Again, I'm not, I, who knows if I'll marry her, but, you know, I'm having a good time. That's what's important. 
jump for the day. You know, don't don't try to plan your whole life and oh, I'm going to marry this person. Don't try to do that. You know, someone once said, "There's no guarantee we will wake up tomorrow. There is no guarantee we'll wake up tomorrow." There are people who say, "I'm not going to be happy to live." So you just you got to carpe diem, seize the day, live for the moment. That's what I do. I'm so happy. You have no idea. I, I, I do have a guest on tonight, but I feel like he's Oh, yeah, I'm going to let you go. So. No, no, no. But hold on. Let me just say, it, I, I'm so happy. I couldn't think of a better final caller of the evening, and I'm just, my whole heart is so warm. I'm so happy. You've been, you've been such a dedicated well, you know, when, and, and when I called you in, When I called you in two years ago, like I said, I've been so, I'm 52 years old, never been married, never, before this, never even a serious relationship. And you said, you know, you, you, you've been my biggest cheerleader. You said, Paul, it's going to happen. My mother didn't fall in love until she was 54. So, yeah, I told you. My mom did not fall in love until she was 54, and she's still with her boyfriend, and they're so cozy, and, they, they, you know, they, they just love each other so much. And it's inspiring to me because as a woman, there's so much pressure to fall in love, get married. If you don't have kids by this time, you're a failure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I'll have kids before I expire, but... I know that it's possible to have a whole life and then have a whole other life after. And, and Paul, I'm so happy that you're happy. I'm going to say goodbye to you, but, but you, my whole heart is warm, and it's perfect December. Oh, and Paul, also, and Alexi, I'm going to send you a big holiday package, so watch oh, yeah, that. You do not ever have – No, no, actually, I've been saving stuff for you for a couple of years. And I'm doing all this okay. house being – got to get the stuff out of the house, so, okay. you know. Okay, well, give, me your, give me your old scraps if you want. But uh, anyway, I'm hanging no, out. No, it's not old scraps. It's some stuff I'm I bought you, but not expensive. But, you know, I'm real – like you, I'm big on the 60s British invasion, and I, you know, I bought you some CDs and everything, and, you know. Oh, my – okay. I'm going – you don't have to send me anything, but what, I, I'm just happy. Well, to I want to. I want to. I'm saying goodbye to you. I'm saying goodbye to you, Paul. Friends, are you there? Oh yes, yes, yes. Hi. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I. Uh, I'm sorry for that. I. Uh, I didn't mean to cheat on you for so long with Paul. Are you okay? Me? No. Yeah. Fine. It was fine. I think. I think that call just goes to show all those young girls out there who called her in earlier that look, you know, you might be 17 now and thinking that that guy was the guy, the one for you, but boom, look, you can just wait 30, 35 years or so, and you might meet <laughs> somebody special. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. And- and also that men have feelings and men are romantics and men are wanting to fall in love just as much as women are. So, you know, I feel like women think that men don't have feelings and I, I sometimes think men don't have feelings. But And then I'm always surprised that, like, they do, right? You have feelings, right? Uh, absolutely. And, and I do think I think that was actually a neat call to end with because it was all, you know, young women and then, you know, the last call was this, you know, you know older man or, you know, middle-aged man, you know? I know. Uh, and, uh, do you regret doing the show because uh, we're wrapping it up? Is it okay? Yes. How are you feeling? Well, I'll give you the full breakdown after we've we're done recording. Okay. Cool. Oh anyway, oh my goodness. Okay. Thank you so much. To hey, Brent thank you so thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, of course. No, follow Brent on Twitter at Brent Weinbach. That's B R E N T W E I N B A. Uh, his new album, again, is called Mostly Live. It is available now. You're a fool not to buy it on iTunes now. Visit his YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash Brent Weinbach. And for everything and anything else, Brent Weinbach, go to www.brentweinbach.com. Um, all the info and the links are also on my website. Uh, about Brent and uh, all the fun topsy-turvy shenanigans and uh, the guy's just a special guy. I'm just rambling now. Okay, anyway, 
Thank you for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Please tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. If you can't call in during the live show, you can always leave your questions uh, on Boy Crazy Voicemail. Leave a message under a minute. The telephone number is area code 888-666-2045. And if you, the listeners out there, want to submit your music, uh, please email me an MP3 to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject music, and I am going to play us out with a song. It is not a Brent Weinbach song, but... It's just a, it's a song of it life. It's Kenny G. It's Kenny
living for the moment. That means you'll fuck to the moment. Time and I got time and I know that I'm in the position of controlling anything I'll buy that ocean. I'm a boss, I'll buy that ocean. Ain't nobody fucking with this. They want that shit, they all be seen. I give it to them, but in between. My time, I gotta tie shoe strings. Life's a trip when you want these things. I often suck and then I lean to a 3W user life. You know, blowjob need an application of eating pussy. Make appetite and get my type. I like them brown, just like my drink. The fuck you think? I don't fuck with no hand me down. See if you fuck, then it's after me. You know how much I'ma make it work. You know her trust living in her purse when you discuss your love for lust. Just make sure you visit here first, Cali. You might catch me in Atlanta. Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.